We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. Welcome to the Rotowire Daily Fantasy Podcast, sponsored by No Halftime, the newest way to create fantasy challenges for one-on-one matchups. Download it today at nohalftime.com. All right, it is Friday, November 20th, the year 2015. Nick Whalen here with James Thunder Anderson, standing in for Chris Zine Benzine. Um, I guess we're Chris. having a little bit of a, a parking issue at work. I don't want to put our... Uh, you know our office. I'll, I'll put them on blast. Yeah, you don't want to put them on blast. The, yeah. the, the 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 great company that we that we lease our office the from, Alexander Company. They yeah, can they're uh, get out. Yeah, they're cutting down on our parking passes. Rotowires. You know, we've expanded lately, and uh, I guess you know some of the people are going to have to start working remotely. Unfortunately, Chris was one of those casualties. He lives a little further from the office than some of us do, so we don't know when Zine's going to be back on the pod. But in the meantime. James is here. We're going to talk a little bit of NFL. We're going to talk a little bit of NBA and then some college football as well as we try to mix things up heading into the weekend. James, we'll start with the Thursday night NFL game real quickly. Really? Uh, you, you know where we will. Um, <laughs> you know where I lie, where my allegiances lie here. Big win for the Jaguars. Were there any, did this game mean anything to you as, a, as a, an impartial observer of both of these teams? Did, did, did you come away impressed with the Jags or come away maybe less than impressed with Tennessee? The answer to all those mundane questions is no. So you were I, not impressed with the Jags. Was, you were equally <laughs> unimpressed with the Titans. I think that's it, pretty it, fair. It, it, the game meant nothing to me, really. I had Alan Hearns going. So did I. Uh, you Didn't know. get a lot there. So that's 
all I really had going in that game. I mean, I thought the jerseys were interesting. I think I think I was more yeah. intrigued by what the teams were wearing than what they were really doing on the field. I mean, yep. those those two teams are kind of out of sight, out of mind for me. You and I were watching part of the game together last night at, at a local watering hole, and you yes. kind of you kind of outed me as a Jags fan yes. to the bartender and. This is what happens every you time. You were wearing so. a Jags hat. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's but, not like I was – I mean, you were – Yeah, I mean, I wasn't exactly going incognito, right, that's right. for sure. But <laughs> what's funny is anytime this happens, you know, quite a bit, it's, it's like a – it's like I'm like an animal at a zoo or something. Yep. I mean, you saw the reaction of the bartender. You're yeah. an actual Jags fan. Well, like I had to like I mean, prove it to him somehow. Like, oh no, it's it's very he, real. He stopped taking you seriously as soon as you told him that you were from Wisconsin. I know, and that's usually the that's usually <laughs> when you get that people get that look in their eye, like what? He's just what like, did I, you say? whatever. I'm, yeah, I'm I was like, I'm I, done you know, with this I don't, I have no real reason to defend it. And then they go into sympathy <laughs> mode, like, oh, oh, you've always liked them. Oh well, uh, you know, maybe they'll be good someday. It's like <laughs> probably not, but you know, I'll be here if they do. Uh, but yeah, big win for the Jags. They're kind of in the driver's seat now in the AFC South in, in a lot of ways, depending on how Indy looks without Andrew Luck this weekend. But we can use that as a seg into NFL talk. Start with the quarterback position using DraftKings values. Tom Brady, the top priced quarterback this week at 8,500. Aaron Rodgers, who dropped down a little bit last week, uh, did have a, a pretty big statistical performance in that loss to Detroit as far as attempts and yardage. Obviously, didn't really get in the end zone as much as Green Bay was hoping, but he's now priced at number two behind Brady, 7,500. I guess we'll just, I'll just ask your thoughts generally on this Green Bay Minnesota matchup. What, what's your feeling on this one? Uh, I think it's going to be fairly low scoring so i'm not really targeting anybody uh, right. for dfs but you know anytime rogers price drops below nine thousand on Fanduel, that's that's kind of a good time to get in typically but I, I just don't really see either team scoring much more than like 21 24 points so kind of avoiding this one yeah i think rogers even at that price is you know you could probably find a better option matt ryan going up against indianapolis is at 7100 cam newton 6900 going up against washington um, if you scroll down a little bit, you know you start getting into the the lower values. If you're going to kind of, I'm, I'm always I, I'm I'm always a big fan of rolling Jameis Winston because I don't think his value or his price has really caught up to how good he's been at all. I mean uh, he's been dirt dirt cheap and 6800 on Fanduel. Uh, matchup's not great against Philly. They've actually been decent on defense this year, but uh, he's a if you're going to go bargain hunting at quarterback, I think Jameis is always a pretty easy play yeah yeah i think that that's absolutely true uh kirk cousins paid off big for some people last week i mean any chance that he's able to replicate that <laughs> against carolina uh no <laughs> just, just a straight <laughs> no well aren't Jameis isn't even the buccaneers are off this week i believe aren't they or do they do play they play sunday okay for some reason you, I, I wasn't able to find him in the list here but yeah i think Jameis, um a guy who doesn't i think people got down on him early in the year he turned the ball over a few times in those first couple games and then he went a streak of four or five games without turning it over which you know you don't see from many rookie quarterbacks especially uh quarterbacks who have the ball in their hands as much as they do they're not you know they're not really limiting him and, as far as the playbook and he's, he's getting into the end zone on the ground too it, right right that's the thing is like he's he's kind of middling in terms of uh, a passing quarterback but the fact that he scored—I mean, he scored touchdowns on the ground in three straight weeks—that's definitely a big part of their kind of goal line philosophy. I mean, he's kind of like Cam Newton in that respect, where he's kind of their goal line running back. So, uh, I think that makes him a bit more valuable than people might realize. Yeah, absolutely. All right, looking at the running back position, Devontae Freeman now takes his turn at the top this week. He's at eighty-four hundred going up against the Colts. Todd Gurley right behind him at seventy-six hundred. Adrian Peterson sixty-eight hundred. Uh, on DraftKings, I feel like that's a pretty reasonable deal. 
Yeah, I I think Gurley though is just the the way to go. Really, I mean, I I think against Baltimore, I mean, I think he's the best running back in the league, and I know it's you got to pay up for him, but I mean, that's that's kind of the name of the game though. You got to get got to get a stud in there. Might as well use the best running back in a soft matchup like that. Yeah, I do like that matchup for Adrian Peterson, or excuse me, for Todd Gurley. Um, scrolling down, looking at kind of the middle value guys, Chris Ivory, somebody who is you know, in the top five in rushing for most of the year. He's kind of fallen off over the last couple of weeks, but he gets a Houston defense, 20th against the rush. Um, I do kind of like him as a bounce-back candidate. Yeah, yeah, I, I dig that. Uh, I mean, he's he's been kind of undervalued. He's kind of like Jameis Winston, where the price just doesn't seem like it's ever going to catch up to the production right and yeah i mean i'm digging that i like uh jonathan stewart against the redskins he's he's kind of an underpriced guy uh been been pretty successful this year uh yeah i mean i I think you know james starks and what do you think about the packers running back situation i was just gonna ask you the same question i don't know that's just something you got to avoid almost right yeah he's for starting running back he's he's pretty cheap but I just don't like kind of what I'm seeing at all from their running game. I think they're they're sort of best when they when they just just air it out and right don't even worry about the run. So just stop running altogether. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> cut both of them. With Ryan Matthews out, Marco Murray against the Bucks is a pretty interesting play too. Mm-hmm. Or against, yeah, against the Bucks. So I mean, I think that's if you can go Gurley Murray and then you know find some bargains at wide receiver and tight end and quarterback i think that that's a pretty good start to a lineup yeah all right any other running backs that really jump out to you or should we head over to the receivers let's go to the receivers all right top <laughs> top price receiver this week uh julio jones at 9300 uh for atlanta of course deandre hopkins just below him at 8800 and julian edelman uh who won't be playing is priced at 8000 so obviously you want to keep him out of your lineup talking about julian edelman though who do you really see stepping up uh, for New England to kind of absorb those targets? I think the kind of obvious answer is Danny Amendola, but I also wouldn't put too much cash behind that uh, prediction. You know, I, I think like it might just be kind of the Gronk show mixed with something that we're just completely not expecting. Right. I, I just don't. In these situations, we tend to assume like. And, yeah. And he's sixty one. Like Amendola is sixty one hundred. So it's not like you're getting at, on Fanduel sixty one hundred. So it's not like you're getting him for like a ridiculous bargain or anything. I mean, you're still using a decent amount of your your cap. I mean, I I love like like Stevie Johnson at, at fifty six hundred for the Chargers. He's basically their number one wide receiver right now. So Decker at fifty eight hundred is not yeah, a bad value right. either. So it's it's not a much of a bargain to go Amendola. So I'd, I'd probably just pay up for Gronk and then and then go a bit cheaper uh, for a bargain receiver. What about Devontae Adams, the guy who was targeted a ton love, love last week, um, but now priced way down at 4600 a guy who's seen his value fall quite a bit over the last few weeks. Are, are you on the Devontae train? I've been starting him pretty much every week since he's been back. Just kind of weird how his price hasn't – like he's he's basically their number one wide receiver in terms of targets in terms of you know being on the outside as a as a deep threat i know that the production really hasn't been there in terms of big plays but like you said the targets definitely kind of show where he's at in the hierarchy in that offense so uh like don't love the matchup but man you know if you can get a guy like that he's probably like a top 10 wide receiver right now just in terms of what i expect from him every single week so 
uh, definitely not priced that way. So good guy to get in there. No, definitely not priced that way at all. Um, the tight end position, you know, pretty much what we've come to expect for for most of the season. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, fifteen hundred more than anyone else. That's pretty much been standard going up against a pretty decent buffalo defense though greg olson tyler eifert they've all been hanging around the top two top three for most of the year as well olson's at 6200 on DraftKings, eifert at 5900 how do you see the cincinnati arizona matchup shaking out i think this is this was a great flex by the nfl to move this from the late slot into the sunday night slot and i think this was pretty clearly the game of the week uh maybe outside of green bay minnesota yeah i mean i think andy dalton on a big stage like that on national tv probably lays an egg uh, would be my guess at least i mean you got <laughs> it, it's you, happened less than a week earlier you do have a you do have a rare uh ginger on ginger quarterback matchup in this one and not, that's true not, not carson often, palmer is a ginger and people forget that. yeah not often that you you see that in in sports professional sports Dude, um, sports in general really <laughs> right, I mean. right like it's not a, the highest level of not, a, not, a, not a common occurrence so right. uh, definitely keep an eye on well, that what's the thing everyone's <laughs> developing story everyone's been you know <laughs> been playing into this whole Carson Palmer quit on the Bengals and now he has to face them like the real story here is I mean have we has there ever been in this type of position two like contending Super Bowl caliber teams led by ginger quarterbacks who are facing off against each other in a primetime game look these are kind of the big questions that we all have to kind of ponder uh looking ahead to this right. week's slate and you know honestly probably not you know I, I don't think that we've ever seen anything like this really it's it's going to be quite a quite a festival of of red-hairedness on on sunday night exactly I, that, i'm kind of surprised <laughs> i haven't been billing it as that it just kind of rolls right off the tongue um i mean really not well, again there's not much to say about the tight end spot it's kind of gronk and everybody else obviously greg olson's been having a very nice year if you don't want to you know pay the extra 1500 to grab gronkowski but if you look down the list i mean obviously there's no julius thomas since since the jags played on thursday i mean is there anyone else that you like in this middle tier a uh, guy to kind of keep an eye on is I, I'm hesitant to kind of recommend him, but Justin Perillo for the the Packers. Maybe that's where you're going. <laughs> yeah, like Bad Donald Driver. He he was like the uh, I don't know second option in the passing he game was. for them last Possibly week. first option. So like it's you know I, Rogers loves uh, Richard Rogers around the goal line, mm-hmm. but Perillo was just running that seam that seam route uh, kind of to. To great success. I, I wonder a lot of that probably was just he was completely unscouted by the Lions, so you know, they might have even been leaving him kind of uncovered at times. But uh his production I mean, he made some pretty good catches. Like it wasn't like he was just out there, you know, not not in traffic or anything. I mean, he made some pretty good catches. I think Rodgers might zone. go back to them. I think he might go back to him, yeah. So uh kind of a dirt cheap option there at tight end but that's not really a position I like to skimp on like it's such an easy position to get close to a goose egg at if you don't pay up so uh, I'd prefer to kind of go with a guy like uh, Gronk or Olsen you know maybe Travis Kelsey just because the the Chargers pass defense is so garbage all right switch over to the NBA yeah, hell yeah. All right, hell yeah is right. Um, so obviously we'll, we'll we'll talk about Friday's values. There's 11 games on the slate, so a loaded slate, a lot of decisions to make uh, with your DFS lineups. And you know, ideally we could talk a little bit about Saturday and Sunday, but it, it's kind of tough to project. Who knows what's going to happen uh, on Friday night? So we'll stick with Friday. You know, hopefully provide some insight for that. Uh, you know, if you're listening over the next few hours here. 
Um, so I have a little list of a few guys that I like today, James. We'll start with the point guard spot. There's two obvious ones, Curry and Westbrook. Uh, Westbrook's at 12,300 on DraftKings. Stephen Curry, 10,800, which somehow seems like a bargain compared to Westbrook. I mean, can you really go wrong with either of these guys? <laughs> uh, did, did OKC play last night? I don't think so, right? No. Yeah, I'd go Westbrook there just because Curry's coming off a you know, late game, Chicago. Yeah. Decent defensive squad. I mean, I like the matchup for Westbrook at home against the Knicks. The only thing about Chicago, though, is no Rose. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Curry is, is guarded like, by – I mean, Jimmy Butler probably I mean, guards Rose him a lot. like a good defender, though. Like, no, but, he, I mean, but it's like Rose, Heinrich, or Aaron Brooks. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, just like kind of a good like team defense, right. I guess. I, or They might even have Butler know. or like, Snell shadow him for part of the game. Look, I'm not going to say don't start Steph no. Curry. I, the guy – you know, we were talking in the office earlier. You know, one of the one of the great gambling moments of the past you know week, I would say, in the in the world was me. Uh, you know, taking Jake Letarski's. Uh, I should have actually cashed in for cold hard cash. Instead, we took some shots. Uh, kind of had a nice little rotation where you and I were taking tequila shots, and Jake and Eric Katuri were taking whiskey shots. Uh, this was know, ten I, minutes I, ago, I, by the way. Right, right, like <laughs> right before we started recording. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he he gave me six and a half points. Uh, like the the Warriors. So this would is have what second quarter? I think it was right before half. I think it was, like, think it was the, in the second half. Okay, so early um, second half, the Warriors are up. I think it was eighteen. The, and they're you, down eighteen. Oh yeah, right. excuse me. The Clippers and, were up eighteen. And yeah. You were basically trying to find I, somebody I, I to bet. I you. wanted to bet that the Warriors were going to come back and win the game, which which of course they, they did. did because you know naturally and. Uh, couldn't get anyone to do that bet. Like I was trying to get odds on it. Nobody, nobody really wanted to, you know, go five to one. Or I would people I know probably, better than to I take on. James I would have probably Thunder done. Anderson. I would have probably done three to one. But uh, <laughs> that's beside the point. <laughs> the the, uh, the great Jake Letarski offered up six and a half points straight up when they were down eighteen, and I was like, hell, hell yeah! So that uh definitely paid off. I mean, nothing nothing more fun really than having the Warriors on a bet because you know you're going to win. It's just like, oh, Curry sh- Curry shot another 3 and it went in. Oh, great. Sweet. This is cool. Yep. I think um, Jake realized like 7 minutes after making that <laughs> bet like, 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 like oh, it, it was a questionable decision at the time and like with each increasing possession that the Warriors got, where it's like, Jake, man, I don't know what you're thinking. Yikes. But um, I mean, it ended up working out for all of us. All right, so other than point guards, I don't know. Well, other they... than other than Westbrook and Curry, I was going to say I like Reggie Jackson. Sure. He's down at 7,700 uh, on DraftKings. Good option if you don't feel like paying up for one of those two guys, or even if you do, you know, if you can skimp on some other position and, and squeeze him in there. Guys there playing. I mean, is there any way you can pass on TJ McConnell? Go Cats. He's also on my list. <laughs> yeah, if you're going to – if you want to lose, you can play TJ McConnell. No, I, at 5,100, though, I think you could do a lot worse. Right. I mean, the guy who's going to give sure. you – you know he's going to give you assists – Maybe you'll get 10 points out of him. That's kind of a bonus. But he, he does give you the assists, give you the steals, mm-hmm. uh, a few rebounds as well. So I think if you look at the other guys in that category uh, alongside McConnell, you're, you're going to be able to find value there. Any chance Chris Paul sits tonight after the back-to-back? I think there's a pretty decent chance. Because if he does, like Austin Rivers is dirt cheap, although he's also dirt terrible. So I, I wouldn't want to throw him in there necessarily but i mean that's that's a situation to watch if paul's ruled out at 3800 austin rivers becomes a bit well it sounded like paul wasn't gonna play last night right and then until kind of later in the day he finally (laughs) just 
I basically wanted to take on Curry from what it sounded like. And uh, <laughs> they, they really wanted to win that game. Yeah, and they, couldn't they hold on, though. No. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't, I, I'm with you there. I don't, I mean, maybe we'll find out news on that later tonight, but I, I think this is the Portland team that's playing poorly enough that they could probably afford to, to rest Chris Paul on the second night of a back-to-back, uh, shooting guard spot. One guy I like quite a bit, Eric Gordon at 6,200. I also like Eric Bledsoe if you want to pay up a little bit. So somewhat of a shallow-ish pool at shooting guard considering there's 11 games. I mean, kind of always is though. Right? Yeah. In, in a lot of ways, that's true. I mean, yeah, obviously position. you got, you got Harden at 10,400. <laughs> He's the top price guy. Um, and then Eric Bledsoe right behind him. I mean, Bledsoe's averaging almost 42 fantasy points per game, uh, six straight 20-plus point games. Just kind of been a monster quietly. I mean, Brandon Knight, his performances recently have kind of overshadowed Bledsoe nationally, I think, but Bledsoe's really been by far the best player on this team. <clears throat> right. I, I mean, I think there's a lot of advanced stats out there that, that show him being one of the 10 best players in the league so far this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely buy into that. Yeah, really nice skill set so if you can get him in I mean him and Harden are, are really kind of the guys uh to build your lineup around on that position um all right looking at the small forward spot I think Wiggins uh, Andrew Wiggins is a solid play uh he has eligibility there um on FanDuel not on DraftKings uh, he's in the shooting guard pool obviously there um Doug McDermott 3700 I think that's pretty much dirt cheap going up against Golden State not exactly the matchup that you like there, but a guy who's playing more than 22 minutes per game, he's got a three-pointer in every game, but one this season. I mean, if you just kind of look at the rest of the guys in sure. that area, it's like he's maybe the lesser of the evils. Yeah, yeah I mean, a lot of evils for sure. A lot of West uh, Johnson, pretty evil. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's a good call. I didn't scroll down that far, but yes, that, that is that, that is his price, and that that is that is what he's going for. Wait, you mean you didn't prep your list beforehand? Like you're not just scrolling live. Here, I honestly right? didn't do any uh, prep for this podcast. That is so. a fact. That is his price. <laughs> um, power forward. We talked about Chris Paul, probably possibly resting. We shouldn't throw that rumor out there. Possibly resting tonight allegedly allegedly uh, allegedly possibly allegedly possibly definitely resting tonight if that's the case blake griffin could take on a larger role in this offense even yeah. if even if it's not the case griffin at 9700 against that's portland a, i love killer matchup yeah right yeah i mean this is i mean blake's to the point where he's pretty much matchup proof right well he's matchup proof and coming off of back to back like they're gonna be pissed off and you know he's he's gonna get Portland's the right team to, right. to take it out on and like they the, like they might win that game by like five points you know like it's not it's probably not gonna be like a twenty point beatdown because they're it's back to back for them but and it's on the road but like he might play you know thirty eight minutes and do a lot of a lot of fun stuff right he might do some dunk shots um, this is a Portland team that's allowing over one hundred three <laughs> points per game and a Clippers team that's the third highest scoring in the league. Marquise Morris is another guy that I like. He's coming off of a pretty terrible game by his standards, but a guy that priced way down at fifty four hundred on FanDuel. What do you think um, about what do you think about the Zinger at six six G? Okay, first of all, the Zinger said he doesn't want to be called Zinger. I don't care you, what he wants. You're just to be gonna called. keep calling him that? I like Odell Beckham doesn't want to be called ODB and I don't give a crap. Like that's that's what he's called i mean you know what are you what are you gonna do <laughs> what, are you like threatening like what are you gonna do I'm gonna call you yeah what are you gonna do um, odb come find me zinger's just not a cool nickname like six god is way better six god is is yeah it's uh you got to keep it kind of towards the front of your mind though right uh yeah gotta gotta kind of establish that did he say what he wants to be called he said he likes kp we can't <laughs> okay. have a kd and a kp okay, okay man <laughs> That's cool. Zinger might be better than KP. <laughs> KP. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but yeah, is it, just Porzingis overall is just like a, a great 
just personality. Like we don't really know much about him, but people just seem yeah. to kind of be creating these narratives around him. And like, I don't even know, like, can you imagine what he's going to be in like five years? Like, is he going to, it's I, just a weird, it's I like weird to, to think of him, him like in like, you know, $300,000 like sports cars where he like right. pops the, the door open. Butterfly doors. Butterfly yep. doors. And then like five models like get out of the right, back Like seat. a baby tigers like, in yeah, there or something. Yeah, like I, I like to think of him as kind of a, a fictional character right. at this point. Yeah. And that's why I think that's kind of like he's already like a, <laughs> an urban legend almost in, in New York, especially it seems. And I don't really, I mean, you're a little bit older than I do, so maybe you remember this like Dirk coming into the league as a rookie, like what, what he was like in his ascension. There was like, zero style or swag in the league okay. at that point. So right. like, it, I mean, there's nothing he could really do to be cool because yeah. nobody was cool. Uh, Iverson was cool. <laughs> Iverson was cool. <laughs> Duncan was cool. You know, you know, you know, you're cool when the league changes the dress code specifically yeah. because of you. That's, that, that's really that's, never been done. That's really, that's really the, the bar that Iverson set. So. Right. And, the thing about Duncan, like you still see those shots, you know, when the Spurs play on TNT, Duncan still is dressed like he's like in 1998. I think yeah, he's like grandfathered yeah, into the yeah. dress code where they're just like, yeah, you can you can still wear your baggy jeans like, and like, like gap he, polos. He belongs in like a turtleneck, a blazer, and baggy jeans. It's basically yeah. what he belongs in. Did you see that T Mac was on NBA TV yesterday and he had a tailored suit? Like, <laughs> like, a, did the pants were fitting him? They like you could see his shoes. Uh, I'm glad you said shoes. Um, yeah, no, I, I didn't see that. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> they weren't, like, super tight fit. <laughs> no, I mean, you've, you've seen the old, like, the photo from a couple years ago when he's just wearing that, like, unbelievably right. ill-fitting right. suit. Yeah, I mean, I've was... seen him I've seen him on the pitcher's mound when he tried to do uh, <laughs> Oh, when he was with the Skeeters? Baseball. <laughs> baseball. I was surprise, so excited about that for, like, two days out. until yeah. it was very clear that that wasn't going to work. I can't believe that didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, shockingly. Um, <laughs> still waiting on my Sugarland McGrady jersey to arrive. Just pumping him in there at 84. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, like, that's all you got to me. Um, all right, let's look at the center spot real quickly. Uh, Nikola Jokic. Jokic, am I pronouncing that correctly? I hope. Sure. He's at 4,100 if you want to completely scrape the bottom of the barrel. A guy who's coming off of a double-double for Denver, seeing big <coughs> minutes as they continue to have injuries. That's a name I'm going to throw out. Ennis Cantor I like a lot. Leads the league in offensive rebounding rate ahead of Andre Drummond. So crazy, crazy stats. What, uh, what name do you think I'm going to throw out? Um, hold on. I'm going to need a second here to just quickly scroll. Uh, Zaza Pachulia? <laughs> No. Um, does does the Zinger have center eligibility? No. Uh, Festus Azili. Oh, okay. My that's, next test is going to be Towns. That's my guy. I, I love Azili. Uh, coming off the back to back, you know, Bogut's probably going to be given hungover. Uh, a, yeah, a <laughs> lot variety of reasons why Bogut's not going to play more than twenty five minutes tonight. So, uh, dig I dig Azili there. Uh, pretty cheap. Uh, also love my boy Clint Capella. Also pretty cheap, uh, forty three hundred. Clint Capella might be like single handedly derail your NBA DFS season. Uh, d- no, uh, <laughs> I, dis- I, dis- I disagree. <laughs> um, Stephen Adams at, at forty one hundred is is nice too. But uh, yeah, I mean probably stick to good players in the the upper echelon of this. Of <laughs> it's this, generally uh, position, a good strategy. But like, if you want to go cheap you know those are those are my guys all right so we'll talk about college football in a second sure um but you're staring at your weekly fantasy opponent and thinking to yourself i would love to challenge just one of his players not his entire team but your fantasy service doesn't allow you to do that now you can using the all-new no halftime app no halftime app allows you to create individual challenges using players or teams for example james you could pit odb versus megatron lebron versus mellow 
or Mike Trout versus the great Alex Rodriguez. Creating a challenge takes seconds, and accepting challenges is even easier. No halftime challenges can be private or public and created for the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, college football, college basketball, and other sports. Join today and get started. Real money and fantasy supremacy awaits you. Visit NoHalftime.com for more information to download the No Halftime app for your iPhone or Android device. You can also receive a bonus by entering the promo code ROTOWIRE at sign up. No halftime where the fantasy sports season never takes a break. All right, James, let's talk some college football. Are you, are you a FanDuel or a DraftKings guy when it comes to college football? <laughs> DraftKings all the way. Uh, get to start two quarterbacks. Get to start, you know, wait, like, I think you get to start two more position players than you do on FanDuel if you don't count tight ends. And who the hell wants to count tight ends? Like, I don't want to count tight I, ends. I don't want to start a college tight end. Like, that's that's ridiculous. So... Well, yeah, I mean, uh, Travis Beckham's and Gary Graham's, <laughs> right. they're, yeah. they're just not it's around not a, It's not a golden era of, of college Mm-mm. football tight ends. Uh, you know, typically I only play, like, the huge slates, so, like, early Saturday slate, late Saturday slate. Uh, don't mess around with the Thursday, Friday stuff. But it's really kind of a sort of weird week in college football DFS. There's a lot of underpriced dudes I uh, would recommend – peeping the rotowire college football podcast and getting a lot of mario puig's picks for these guys i mean he's the guy that really kind of knows what he's doing but uh you know jt barrett i think is a good guy to build your lineup around in the early slate he's 7800 and that that game is sucker bet city like the buckeyes are like 13 and a half point favorites i think a lot of people are gonna take michigan state to cover there that is not going to happen. Like Ohio State's going to kind of whoop up, I think, in that game. So Barrett's uh, an awesome play. He was awesome against them last year. Nate Sudfeld for the uh, Hoosiers is fifty one hundred. That's kind of a ridiculously dirt cheap price against Maryland. Uh, it's not a great Maryland defense. No, no. And uh, a couple. Uh, I'm not going to give a ton of picks away here because I want to actually win money. Uh, I don't want our billions of listeners to go in there and and scoop me on some stuff. But Joe Williams, uh, Utah running back, is actually going to be starting for them this week. He's at three thousand, which is the lowest price on DraftKings, so kind of a must play there against UCLA. And then Jordan Canzeri, you know, uh, crappy white running back on Senior Day, kind of a, a no seems like a perfect storm. No no brainer <laughs> for points there at at fifty two hundred against Purdue and their civ defense so a lot of ways to go uh but i would definitely recommend uh, not even a sponsor of the pod uh DraftKings, but i'd recommend playing college football dfs there because that's uh, a whole ton of fun yeah i'm not I, I, as you can probably tell i'm not really in the, the college football dfs game which is why i brought you on uh this <laughs> that's, week that's but, the only reason you brought me on yeah that's definitely the only reason um <laughs> Let's take a look at the receiver position really quickly. I literally had no choice about hosting this podcast. I, so. you, you had totally had a choice. <laughs> I think your response was sure. And I took that as like, a, hell yeah, I'll host. Yeah. Um, but looking at the receiver I was, position. I was in the wrong place at the wrong time. <laughs> Just had famous days. I caught you when you were, when, when you were at a weak point. Um, but yeah, the receiver position real quickly. You have some of the big names at the top. Laquan Treadwell, sure. Juju Smith. Um, you know, Juju's in my lineup. Juju's for, in your for, lineup for the record. Full disclosure. Uh, yeah. Um, he's all. He's also the uh, uh, 
inspiration for my I, I actually play season-long college football as well which is uh, a you? rare game to play but uh, my team name in that league is Hasidic Juju so uh, great team name Juju Smith inspired I refuse to throw in his uh, hyphenated last name there because yeah. it's stupid and there are cool like hyphenated it. last names yeah. Kid Gilchrist sounds yeah. great Carter yeah. Williams yeah. cool Smith Schuster? No, like, that's not. Don't even. Just Juju Smith is a sick say, name. Juju Smith sounds it. like the coolest player <laughs> right. on like a Friday Night Lights right. episode. Sure. I think I'm just thinking of Voodoo Tatum. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Schuster. I mean, I'm sure he has reasons for it. But like, I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's stupid. I agree. Uh, Taiwan Taylor, Western Kentucky is uh you know if you if you don't play DFS or gamble you might not know that western kentucky's offense is awesome but they they are and uh, tywan taylor is is kind of a big part of that at wide receiver so he's another good guy to build your lineup around coming off a bye week too all right i have nothing to add as far as college football so yeah we'll wrap this one up keep it nice and neat right around a half hour um yeah, and that's it. So, I mean, good luck to everyone in your... I apologize your... for not living up to the high standard that uh, Chris Zine, Ben Zine has set on the, the pod in the past, but uh, hopefully I won't ever have to do this again. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, so, yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, good luck in your college football contest, NFL, NBA, uh, whatever you're playing and wherever you're playing. Again, we are brought to you by No Halftime, the newest way to create fantasy challenges for one-on-one matchups. You can download that today again at No halftime.com for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need plus you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you call click or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done